Welcome to the C3 Church Noosa podcast. Stay tuned for this week's message. It is so good to see your beautiful smiling faces this afternoon. And you know what? I just want to acknowledge that there may be some people tuning in online. We're going to keep online going for those that can't make it to service. And uh, you know what? A crazy season. I don't know about you, but uh, it started off with a little bit of, I had kind of a four-day window of turnaround uh, from COVID hit. We'd just come back from Melbourne. School says you're not allowed to meet anymore. And I was just tutorials. How do I get online? How do we do online? How do we film? How do we edit, compress, upload, download, whatever else we needed to do? But I hope we did all right. I don't think we did it brilliantly, but I hope we did all right. And we wanted to keep preaching faith and speaking life and uh, that's what the good news of the gospel is. Jesus is alive. He's for us, not against us. He's got plans and purposes for our life and he's a good and loving God. But we are blessed. Melissa and I are blessed. And I just want to thank uh, our team, you guys, for walking this crazy journey and not only staying strong, but staying in faith and, and desire. We kept hearing, we want to meet back. We've got to meet back, get a building. What do we do? And it's been this juggle. But I just want to thank you. And I really want to thank our Connect leaders. Uh, you guys are the backbone of the church. You are. If you're a Connect leader, would you just stand to your feet? I know not everybody's here today, but can we just thank these guys? Uh, yeah, come on, stand to your feet. They have blessed us because they've blessed you and they've loved on you and connected with you and opened their hearts and opened their homes and it's just been an amazing time Uh, and I'm just glad. I I don't really know what I'm doing. I I feel like the camera should be only three feet in front of me and I'll run behind, push start, run back here again and then there's there's mattresses and there's sound baffling and then it's, Melissa, keep the kids quiet. I remember one day we were filming. I think we were doing a Facebook Live and Zach decided to make himself lunch or dinner or whatever it was and he's coming down the stairs and we hear the thump, 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 thump and then he drops the plate, the plate smashes and we're both looking at each other. But anyway, it was a comedy of errors and we've kind of failed our way forward. But it is good to be here today, amen? That's what it says. In Psalm 122, it says, I was glad when they said to me, let us go into the house of the Lord. Is anybody glad to be here today? In Psalm 92, verse 13 says, those who are planted in the house of the Lord shall flourish in the courts of our God. They shall still bear fruit in old age. They shall be fresh and flourishing. And I'm glad to be here after 36 weeks of this crazy, crazy journey. It's like, hello, who saw this coming at the beginning of 2020? We, we had Dean Rush here in December telling us it's going to be the greatest year of your life and we're entering into, and then we hit March. And uh, I didn't see it coming. I think my hair's thinner, greyer, my waist is larger. It's just like, what's happening to us? Like restrictions are easing. No, they're not. We've got a cluster. Borders are opening. No, they're not. And it's like, what is going on? But you know what? Ecclesiastes says there's a time and season for everything in God. And God has made everything beautiful in its time. When we look to God and not our circumstance or not the situation we find ourselves in or, or what's being you know, brought to us through social media or, or any media outlet, when we look to God, there is a time and season for everything. And we can grow and be strengthened and move forward through the season we find ourselves in because God has made everything perfect in its time. What we're walking through, and we're still walking through, but what we're walking is is making us stronger. 
is making us bigger, is enabling us and equipping us for the future that God has for us. And I love what it says in Jeremiah 29. You all know the scripture. It says, for I know the plans I have for you, declares the Lord, plans to prosper you and not to harm you, to give you a future and a hope. Romans says that all things work together for good for those who love the Lord, who are called according to his purposes, his his plans and purposes for our life. All things are working together for our good. And they may not seem good in the moment, but they're working together for our good. Amen. And I just want to remind us, God hasn't been shaken or he hasn't got nervous because COVID hit. He knows the end from the beginning. He knew what was coming and he still said, it is good. And I just want to stir some faith here today. Uh, And like I said, Melissa and I just want to celebrate you. You are amazing. I I kept getting messages from Carl on Facebook and and sent things. And and, and 92 or 93? Did you turn 93? 92? Yes. (laughs) Slight hesitation there. I thought I'd insulted him for a second. Carl is 90 years old, and, uh, but he sent me messages on Facebook, and it was just encouraging uh, to see you guys doing what you did. We, we were able to get to a whole lot of connect groups and just to see the community that has been developed. And if we heard anything, it was that the superficial during this season had been stripped back and relationships had got real. And conversations had got real and we, we got to know each other. So I'm just excited for the future and the days ahead because we can do life real. There doesn't have to be small talk and it doesn't have to be how's the weather. It can be how you're doing in your relationship. How, are, how is your business? Let me pray for you. I know you've been walking through a, a health struggle and, and, and we're just, it's been a crazy season, but I think it's been a growing season, a strengthening season, a developing season and therefore a good season. And I read a quote uh, just the other day, and it says, have you ever considered that when things feel like they're falling apart, that they may actually be shifting to fall into place? That when we feel like things are falling apart, when we feel like we don't understand, God says, my ways are higher than your ways, and my thoughts are higher than your thoughts. Your Your ways aren't my ways, says the Lord, but I can make anything happen from nothing. And I want to encourage you that maybe the pieces of just falling into place for God's plans and purposes to come to pass in your life. Amen? And he's so good. God is so good. And I, I just think it's seasons like this where it's, we, we see clearly why it's so imperative to build our lives upon the rock, Jesus Christ, and not sifting and shifting sands. And, and when Jesus is central in our focus, it doesn't matter what happens to us, what comes against us, what threatens us, what enemy presents itself, we will stand. And I love what it says in Matthew seven twenty four. It says, therefore, everyone who hears these words of mine and puts them into practice is like a wise man who built his house on the rock. The rain came, the streams rose, and the winds blew and beat against the house, yet it did not fall because it had its foundation on the rock. But everyone who hears these words of mine and does not put them into practice is like a foolish man who built his house on the sand. The rain came, the streams rose, the winds blew and beat against that house, and it fell with a great crash. Building our lives upon the truth of God's word isn't always easy. In fact, it's hard, but it's rewarding. When we search the scriptures, when we look for truth in the word of God, and here's the thing, it takes energy and it takes effort and we have to trust God, but it's the very thing that strengthens us for the journey ahead. 
It's the very thing that carries us. You know, I, I read a story once about where there's no wind, trees don't need to produce roots. Where they don't produce roots, when a wind does eventually come, it falls over because they haven't had to dig down deep. I want to encourage you during this season, dig down deep. Just dig down deep. Just seek for that rock bed of God. Let that be ballast in your soul that holds you upright through the seasons and attacks of life because they will come. The streams will rise. The winds will blow. The rain will fall. But if your life is built on Jesus Christ, you will not fall. And we were at uh, our son's graduation the other day and, and, and the pastor got up and he was just talking about, he was telling a story uh, about a moth trying to break free from its cocoon. And a young man had found this cocoon and he was intrigued by it and he could see that the, moth, the, the, the caterpillar was trying to break free from this cocoon and he watched it tirelessly for hours on end and this thing just couldn't break through. So we thought, I'm going to help this caterpillar come butterfly and I'm going to put a slit in the cocoon. And, and just almost instantaneously, the butterfly or moth emerged from the cocoon. He thought, this is awesome. I just helped this get through. It didn't have to struggle. It didn't have to strive. It's, it's out free from its place of limitation and restriction. The problem was the, the caterpillar never flew. It was designed and purposed to fly. But because it didn't struggle to get it out of the cocoon, which is the natural process and course for it, it didn't, it didn't develop the stamina and strength. It didn't squeeze out all the juices from the, the body to the wings to enable the strength to come to be able to fly. Flight comes through fight. When we, when we, when we stand for, firm, when we walk forward, when we're battered by circumstance, but we rise again anyway and we keep going, it strengthens us for the journey ahead. And, and, and I love what David says. He says, though I walk through the valley of the shadow of death, I will fear no evil for you are with me. Though I walk through, I'm not stopping in the middle of what I'm facing right now. I'm walking through to get to the other side. I want to encourage you, don't give up in the middle. Don't give up. We are so close to breaking through. I, and I, I feel like God has new plans and new purposes for your life that he wants to reveal to you as you dig down deep to the rock in this season and you find your security and strength in him. Amen. Amen. So I want to, as we continue walking through 2020 uh, and, and a world really focused on fear, I want to stir faith today. I want to stir your faith afresh. Jude says that. Stir yourself I want you to stir yourself in your faith because God has given you the seeds of faith. He's deposited faith on the inside of you at your inception. He loves you. He's, he knows you. He, he desires the best for you. And, and I want to just share some things that will strengthen us as we press through. And, and, and the, these 10 things are far more powerful than COVID-19. Because COVID-19, that's all we've heard for a very long time. And it seemed to get bigger and bigger and bigger. COVID-19, COVID-19. COVID-19 is a virus. This virus is going to be like every other virus. Do you know, back in 2005, I actually got the beginning. Oh, I didn't get the beginning of I got the SARS virus. I got double pneumonia of the lungs. It affected all of my nervous system. My hair started falling out. And, but I got through it. And we're in 2020. And we will get through 2020. We will get beyond this. This isn't the end. This is, this, this is just a stepping stone to get us through. Ten things. I'm not, I may not even get to ten things because Amanda said, how long have I got, Amanda? She's going to keep me to time. 
A few things. I'm going to give you a few things that will strengthen us if we press in during this time. The first thing is prayer. I want to encourage you to dig down deep, find your prayer voice. Find your prayer position. Find that ability to develop stamina in the struggle. If it hasn't been answered yet, but I know it's going to be answered. It hasn't come to pass yet, but I know it was a promise of God. I know I can. Because it says this in James 5, 17. It says, the prayer of a righteous person is powerful and effective. Your voice matters. Your faith in God and your declaration of his promises and his word is powerful and effective. It says Elijah was a human being, even as we are. He prayed earnestly that it would not rain and it did not rain on the land for three and a half years. Again, he prayed the heavens gave rain and the earth produced its crops. He prayed and shifted something again. He prayed again and shifted it. You can, you can shift things. You can shift emotions. You can shift mentalities. You can shift you know, spiritual things happening in your world as you pray. You seek God. You get his word and you declare it in Jesus' name. And uh, I, I love the fact that uh, it says Elijah was a man with a nature like ours. There was a time in Elijah's life where he was suicidal. There was a time in his life where he was dejected and rejected and running. But he says, this man was powerful and effective because he spoke truth. He spoke my word. He put his, his faith and his trust in me and declared that I could and I did. Amen. The second thing is the Holy Spirit. I want to encourage you, welcome the Holy Spirit into your life. Let the Holy Spirit be the guide of your life. Let, just, just sit there and posture yourself and say, God, I want to hear from you. Speak to me. Because God is not reluctant to speak. It's often that circumstance cause us not to listen or to hear. And he's the still small voice. It's not when we're frantic or frenetic or, or moving quickly. It's when we slow ourselves to wait upon him. And in 1 John 4, 4, it says, Greater is he that is in you than he that is in the world. Greater is the Holy Spirit on the inside of you than anything that would come against you, anything that would threaten you, intimidate you, push you around. The Holy Spirit is your helper, your counsellor, your confidant, your friend, one that walks closer with you than a brother. And in 2 Corinthians 3.17, it says, Now the Lord is the Spirit, and where the Spirit of the Lord is, there is freedom. Find the Spirit of God and you'll find freedom. If it's from fear or anxiety or intimidation or any other thing where the spirit of the Lord is, there is freedom. And we all with unveiled faces contemplate the Lord's glory and being, are being transformed into his image with ever increasing glory, which comes from the Lord, who is the spirit. God, the spirit freely gives us the spirit and says, if you will connect with me, if you will join with me, you will find freedom like you've never had before. I I believe we're going to enter into days of freedom like we've never seen before. And if you feel bound or limited or held back by anything, I want to encourage you, pray and welcome the Holy Spirit into your life and watch what God will do. Amen. Next thing is the word of God. I love the Word of God. I read the Word of God. I consume the Word of God. You need the Word of God. Whether it's through a Bible reading program, whether, whether you read it, you listen to it, I don't care how you get the Word of God in you, just get the Word of God in you. You need more of the Word of God on the inside of you than you need social media. You need more of the Word of God inside of you than you need the news every night. 
Because, you know, heaven and earth will pass away, but my word will remain forever. The word of God is unshifting, unchanging, unfathomable, but it is truth and it is life and it will be, bring strength to your body. I love what it says in Joshua 1.8. It says, keep this book of the law always on your lips. Meditate on it day and night so that you may be careful to do everything written in it. Like I was saying before, it's not always easy to do life in Christ. It's a struggle. It's, it's, a, it's a breaking free. It's a not living according to the world's ways. But when we break through and we break out, we break into all that God has for us. Amen. So I want to encourage you, do the hard yards. Just do the hard yards, whether it means getting up early or it means going to bed a little bit later or set time aside to make God and his word number one. It says, then you will be prosperous and successful. Have I not commanded you? Be strong and courageous. Do not be afraid. Do not be discouraged. For the Lord your God is with you wherever you go. I love that. Don't let the law of the law depart from your mouth. God is with you everywhere you go. When you have God's word in your life, leading and God, you have God with you. It says, in the beginning was the word and the word was with God and the word was God. You can't separate God and his word. Amen. Is this helping anybody? Yes. Should we have an intermission? Should I, I go and push stop? Go and push no, I've lost the rhythm. I, the promises of God. We need to know what the, the promises of God come from the word of God. But it says this, God is not human that he should lie, not a human being that he should change his mind. Does he speak and then not act? Does he promise and not fulfill? I love that. If God has promised you a thing, hold on to that promise. That promise is more powerful than any attack that will come against you in life. The devil comes only to steal, kill and destroy. Yet I have come that you may have life and life more abundantly. Stand on the promises of God. Stand on the word of truth. Stand in what God has spoken to you in that secret place by the spirit and stand strong in Jesus' name. In, in Psalm 62, 11, it says, One thing God has spoken, two things I have heard. Power belongs to you, God, and with you, Lord, is unfailing failing love and you reward everyone according to what they have done. When we don't let the law of the Lord depart from our mouths, but we stand upon the word of God, when we understand it or don't understand it, when we can see how it's going to happen or we can't, but we say, God, I believe he rewards those according to what they have done, the position they've taken. The next thing is the name of Jesus. The name of Jesus is more powerful than COVID-19. The name of Jesus is more powerful than cancer. The name of Jesus is more powerful than bankruptcy. The name of Jesus is more powerful than divorce. I want to encourage you, cry out the name of Jesus. Declare the name of Jesus. Worship Jesus. Lift high his name. It says, if I am lifted up, I'll draw all men unto myself. Philippians 2 and 8 says, and being found in the appearance as a man, he humbled himself by becoming obedient to death, even death on a cross. Therefore, God exalted him to the highest place and gave him the name that is above every other name that at the name of Jesus, every knee should bow in heaven, on earth and under the earth. Every tongue acknowledge that Jesus Christ is Lord to the glory of God the Father. There is no other name than the name of Jesus. There is no more powerful name than the name of Jesus. There is no higher name than the name of Jesus. If you have nothing else to say, say Jesus. If you're walking through a storm, if you're being attacked by an enemy, whatever you're facing, if you're being crippled by anger, just, just speak out the name of Jesus. Declare the name of Jesus in his name. Amen. Next thing is our faith. Your faith is powerful. Don't let your faith be rocked or shaken. The Bible says, let no one rob you of your reward. Faith is a reward for the righteous. Faith is a reward bestowed upon God's kids. And it says, Mark eleven twenty two. it says, have faith in God. Have faith in God. 
but I don't understand and, I, and, and I've got to, I've, I'm highly intellectual and I don't have faith in God. Having faith is, is not understanding but saying, I believe anyway. Have faith in God, Jesus answered. And truly I tell you, if anyone says to this mountain, go throw yourself into the sea and does not doubt in their heart but believes that what they say will happen, it will be done for them. Therefore I tell you, whatever you ask in prayer, believe that you will receive it and it will be yours. Faith is the medium that the power of God travels through. And when we go to faith, God goes to action. When we go to faith, it, it enables God to move in our lives. And I love what it says in Ephesians 3. Now it says, now to him who is able to do exceedingly, abundantly, above all that we could ask or imagine, to him be the glory in the church through all generations. Amen. God is able to do exceedingly abundantly in your life. God wants to do exceedingly abundantly in your life. He just wants you to give him faith so he can do that. Nearly finished. Next thing is your testimony. Your testimony is powerful. I want to encourage you. People are open. People are receptive. People are hungry at this time. Who want to know, what do you have that I don't have? You, you've seemed to have got through this pretty well unscathed. It doesn't matter what happens to you in life. You're, you're still buoyant and up and happy and, and, and positive towards the future. What, your testimony. Your testimony is powerful. The Bible says you're saved by grace through faith. You're saved by, it's the grace of God upon our lives. And it's that's grace that has changed us. You're not who you used to be. Thank God I'm not who I used to be and I'm not who I need to be, but God's grace is taking me there. But it's my testimony. And I can tell people my story and your story is powerful because people can't say, well, that's not true or that's, that's fiction. No, no, this is what I've walked through. This is my testimony. And in Revelation 12 verse 10 says, Then I heard a loud voice in heaven saying, Now he had, now have come the salvation and the power of the kingdom of God and the authority of his Messiah for the, the accuser of our brothers and sisters who accuses them before our God day and night has been hurled down. They triumphed over him by the blood of the Lamb and the word of their testimony and they did not leave, love their lives so much as to shrink from death. They did not love their lives as so much as to shrink. You don't have to shrink back. Hebrew says we're not of those that shrink back under destruction. We're of those that press forward unto salvation. I want to encourage you. Tell people your story. People are waiting to hear your story. People are going to be blessed by your story, how you found Christ, how you entered into a relationship with Jesus, what he has done in your world, the difference it has made in your life. The, the, the reason that you have the ability to get up again is because of Jesus. Yeah. So tell your story and use the name of Jesus and watch what happens in people's lives. It is far more powerful, your testimony, than anything else. Next thing is our community. This community is powerful. This community is important. It's vital. And again, we are just blessed that, that you have come together. And I, I want to remind you who you are this afternoon. You're not a nobody. You're not insignificant. You're not a minority. The Bible declares this in 1 Peter 2 and 9, it says, but you are a chosen people a royal priesthood, a holy nation, God's special possession, that you may declare the praises of him who called you out of darkness into his wonderful light. Once you were not the people, we're not a people, but now you're a people of God. Once you had not received mercy, but now you have received mercy. I want to encourage every day of your life as you stand and you just remember who you are and whose you are that you are called, you are chosen, you are elected, you're favoured, you're anointed. God loves you. He's with you. He's for you. He desires you. He loves you. Another thing in our world that is stronger than COVID-19 is joy. 
In Nehemiah, it says, the joy of the Lord is our strength. And again, I want to say to you, don't lose your joy. Don't let anyone or anything rob you of joy. Let it well up like a spring from the inside of you. Let, let joy be the very thing that just carries you through life. And, and if somebody says you're wearing rose-coloured glasses, we'll just keep them on and just say, I want a darker tent. I'm loving this life. I'm enjoying. See, let, let, let's be the people that look to the good in every situation we find ourselves in. Because honestly, as we do, you find solutions, uh, you know, answers to problems that you wouldn't have otherwise. When we go to the negative, you go to a dark place, you can't see your way out. You can't see the end of the tunnel or the light at the end of the tunnel. You're, you're just you're limited and constricted. God wants you to see beyond. He wants you to rise higher. And Isaiah 40, 31 says, those that wait upon the Lord will renew their strength. They'll rise up on wings as eagles. They'll run and not grow weary. They'll walk and will not faint. I'm going to finish with this. It's only nine, but heck, nine's all right. I'll give you another one another time. Your will, your will is powerful. Your will, your, your position, your, what, you th- what you will accept and what you won't accept. It says in James 4, it says, Submit yourself then to God, resist the devil and he will flee from you. Come near to God and he will come near to you. I want to encourage you, you're stronger than you think you are. You're more powerful, more capable. God, God, God has more for you. He's placed more on the inside of you that he wants to come out of you during this season and in the days ahead. Your will, just choose. I am a, a child of God. I am the king's kids. I've been adopted into the family of God. There's nothing that can take me out. There's nothing that can break me. Corinthians says, thanks be to God that gives us the victory through our Lord Jesus Christ. You were born to be a victor in life. You are not a victim of circumstance, a virus or any other thing. Stand firm, resist the devil. He will flee. Position yourself in God and watch what he will do for you. You are strong. You are powerful. You are important and you are loved. Thanks for listening to the C3 Church Noosa podcast. For more life-changing messages, visit us online at c3noosa.org. If you've been blessed by this message, please consider partnering with us financially to see the work of God continue flourishing in and through C3 Church Noosa. God bless.